Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you go with your gut instinct. My guest this week is Christine Winson-Taylor, and I'm excited to share Christine's story and the work she's doing with you. Christine is working to become a social worker. She's the founder of the organization A Tin A Day, and she's a mental health and climate change advocate as well. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Christine Winson-Taylor. Yeah, I'm Christine. I go by sheer pronouns. Um, I'm based in Treaty 6 territory, which is um, in Alberta, Canada, um, also known as a Miskotiwaskagan. And yeah, I'm basically a social work student. I just got registered as a social worker, uh, now going towards a degree for that, uh, and just really focused on uh, doing a lot of advocacy surrounding like mental health um, and really huge focus on like climate change and environmental focus, which has just been kind of a huge thing for me like since I've been like younger and really just started to it started to flourish after I got you know out of high school start kind of exploring different things and then you know the baby was born a tin a day so thank you so much for sharing that introduction Christine and I'm excited to dive a little deeper into what got you started with this work can you tell me more about what inspired you to get interested and then of course get involved in social work and these different forms of advocacy yeah, I, I know as a kid, um, my father figure passed away, but I know one of the things he really showed me was just being kind to humans. It seems like such a little like, seems like something that people should just think of, but it's just, you know, you don't, you don't really know what anyone's going through. Um, and a lot of times if there was someone on the street, he would always like, you know, give them money or he would, you know, get them food. And I remember being like five years old and he did that for the first time in front of me, you know, giving food to some random person on the street. Uh, and we chatted with this man for like an hour and it was just a really like nice moment where it's like it kind of just gave me goosebumps and I was kind of like what can I do with this you know like it just it made my day um, as a five-year-old so after that um, you know got into like work again with like advocacy and things like that um, and like personal struggles with my own mental health um, and being really vocal about it and just seeing how much I struggled just to even get you know diagnosed at with ADHD and anxiety disorder like these things took so long that I wish didn't um and I knew I wasn't the only one experiencing that and you know um also recognizing you know coming from a low-income family it it really it, it made more damage than I expected in a lot of ways for you know trying to navigate um getting mental health support so um kind of from there I remember I this was in the I guess like the midst of the pandemic basically where I was like trying to figure out what to do because I just felt like I wasn't doing anything you know I'm on TikTok scrolling for hours like it just was not productive and I was still in school at this time uh, and so basically I was like well I kind of want to do something that would make an impact and I'm kind of going into work that's focused on social issues uh, and it was literally like a 1am idea I like woke up and I was like I'm gonna do a nonprofit, make it right now and so that was kind of the start of it all. Yeah, so just continue with that story. What happened after you had that inspiration to create a tin a day? I'd love to know more about the organization and the process to develop it. Thank you. Yeah, I um, so yeah, from that kind of idea at 1 a.m., started making this thought, and I was like, okay, I'm going to call it a tin a day. Just thought of it. I had tins in my house, and it was kind of like, 
what could I do with this that could, you know, reduce some waste in, um, at least in Canada, you know, we have a lot of landfills and just seeing how much of an impact the environment is having with, you know, just how much we're wasting. I was like, okay, well, I could possibly use this to like make something out of it. Um, and so from there, I started kind of making like different little details to it, logos and stuff like that. Um, and then within like, I think the first first two weeks of me just having this idea, I started like creating stuff. So I made like a website and then I was like looking into like a QR code. Um, and then basically the whole the whole idea around a tin a day was to basically create tins, metal tins that can't be you know recycled um, and creating like self-care tins for people who are on the street or anyone that is just like vulnerable and having a lot of uh, barriers they're experiencing. Um, and to like provide just some essentials that, you know, make them feel more human in a society where, you know, we we don't put people who are houseless or homeless on the same like level as a regular person who lives in a house or is able to say that they have a home. Yeah, basically create that. And then the reason I created a website was to have like a QR code inside the tins uh, for people to scan um, and also have like paper versions of it inside again, to recognize like access accessibility issues are still so prominent. It's, it's a lot that I tried to manage in like one little thing, but um, that's kind of like a general kind of scope of it. That's so interesting. So tell me more about how this experience has impacted you. You're working to become a social worker and really go into the business of helping people as a profession. Did a tin a day inspire you to go into that line of work and were there other ways that you were impacted by developing the organization as well? I think it's been a lot of, uh, it's been a lot of self-reflection, I think, um, because I think a lot of times, especially like anyone that is like creating like, let's say a nonprofit or any project, um, I, I think you kind of sometimes can get your ego a bit too much uh, and, and expecting that you need to do so much just so people can see that you're doing good and things like that. Um, and like within this kind of journey of me working with like homeless populations and just like recognizing homelessness as a huge issue, um, at least in my city, um, has really made me just have more connections with people that I would not have expected to have conversations with. Um, I remember like the one day I was handing out a tin to an individual and this guy had a little like turtle beaded thing on his backpack and I was like oh I love it like I told him that right and then he just pulled it off and gave it to me and it just it made my heart like really melt like I was just like okay this is really like this was so sweet and so again they're they're so thoughtful even if they don't even have like a home to go to um and you know I've had other times too where had conversations with um different people just asking you know oh like can I get this for next time and just having them even be like hopeful for like another time to see me to give these tins. Um, I, I think they didn't understand how much of an impact they made on me. And so I, I think like for this kind of like work that I've been doing, it's like I've learned a lot just about how important connections are with people and how little like asking how your day is is such a big thing for people that we tend to just forget. Cause you know, again, you don't know what someone's going through. And I just, I think once you do, if anyone does go into like working with a population they want to do or if they want to create some kind of crazy change or impact it's like just having a conversation is really a big enough impact just to start and I think um, that's something that I wish I knew sooner without just like expecting that I needed to do all these different things to like succeed but it's like 
what's succeeding here? You know, like, I just want to help so people can have a better life. You know, it's not like, it's not having to do with my own ego of being like, oh, I want to change the world just because I'll look like a good person. It's like, no, like, I want other people to have like a decent life and like have good experiences and like, you know, have uh, a better life just because it's like, I know how it feels to have different barriers in your way and how you feel like so helpless in a lot of ways. So um, I don't know if that answers the question, but it's definitely kind of, yeah, that's kind of what I've learned so far. That definitely does. And thank you so much for sharing that. I think there are also ways that you can feel good about the work you're doing while also giving back and doing good, which I think you've you've touched on uh, just as we've been discussing your work. So as far as your motivation and what drives you to do this work, do you have any words of wisdom or maybe a motto that you think about a lot that inspires you to continue doing this work and making change? That's a that's a tough one. I know I have a definitely there's been a few things um, that has kind of like helped me, I think. Um one of the things for sure is like, no matter how small it may seem, it is a big impact. Um, so, you know, as I said, like having a conversation with someone seems so little, but it's really helped me have a better perspective of like, if I'm not able to, you know, let's say produce or give as many tins as I would like, it's like, I was still able to give one at least, you know, it, it doesn't matter about the amount, you know, it's about how the quality is of like having the relationships and really building more of a awareness within my community about homelessness. So I'd say definitely, yeah, like no matter how small it is, it still is an impact in some way or form. So I guess kind of along the same lines as that last question, but lots of young people, especially high school students and college students, want to create change and they want to make a difference, but they may not know how to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? I think it's just do some like go with your gut instinct. Like if you want to go do something, like go for it. it. It seems so like, believe me, it seemed very intimidating to be like, oh, I'm going to make a nonprofit at one in the morning. I'm like, not even, I think I was like 19 at this time. Like, you know, I felt like a baby. So I was like, I don't know if I really want to do this, but you really don't know until you try. Like you really have to just Go with your gut instinct of whatever that may be. Like if you are wanting to, you know, create some project or, you know, um, even better having, you know, let's say like a team of friends that want to create something, you know, if you're like super intimidated by just doing something by yourself. Um, I think it's just really like trusting your gut, going with what you want. And, you know, a lot of times people won't do things because they're so afraid. But being afraid is like just another barrier for yourself you need to kind of just jump over it sometimes um obviously easier said than done but um I think that would be kind of my words of wisdom for you know coming from someone who was very much terrified and was not planning on doing anything around this realm right so uh yeah I really enjoyed this conversation with Christine, and I think her motivation for doing the work she's doing is so genuine, and you can really hear just how passionate she is about helping others. I want to highlight that last piece of advice she shared about the importance of going with your gut. Christine always knew she wanted to help people, and when the idea for a tin a day came to her, she ran with it and developed it into an organization. So, the next time inspiration hits, 
I think we can all keep Christine's story and advice in mind because change comes when you go with your gut instinct. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Christine on Instagram at ChristineMHW to get connected with her. You can also check out A Tin A Day on Instagram at atinaday.atad. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode. But until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.